Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. For the next hour, myself, the Fantasy Executive, the closer, Chris Ventra, and all-in kid, Jake Seeley, take you around the wonderful world of the NFL, getting you ready for the 2018 fantasy football season. Tomorrow is August 1st, so it is definitely time to start getting hot and heavy, rocking and rolling out. It's no longer game. Cold red, cold red, cold red. It is fantasy football season. 844-843-6879 is the telephone number to dial to start to begin to prepare yourself so you can get ready to win your league in 2018. So, Coming up on the program today, we're going to talk about some ADP movers and shakers to the best of our ability. Talk about players that's going to be moving up the board. Talk about players that's dropping down the board over the course of the next couple of weeks so we can let you know maybe you can get them at a value now. Maybe you do an early draft. Maybe you want to wait a little bit later on. Obviously, injuries and stuff like that play a part in this scenario. Also, like I told you, we're going to get you on the phones at 844-843-6879. I want to talk about cryptocurrency and the relationship to the NFL players. And a little bit later on in the program, we'll talk about Le'Veon Bell and some interesting activities that he is taking part in as he continues to hold out training camp with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what we got musically-wise on deck for the day, but I trust that Bavona and JP are good, do a good job on a turmoil Tuesday. All in, kid, Jake Seeley. Good afternoon, sir. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How you doing, Corey? I am doing well, Jake. Rocking another New York Giant t-shirt. Kind of the throwback New York Giant era right there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I can't really see very well. <laughs> Not with the uh, logo over it, but that's sometimes yeah. you take that down. And then you'll see that's the Giants. <laughs> no, from they're the, just uh, doing their job. There you yeah, go. Of course, from the Lawrence Taylor area. Yeah, um, where it said Giants on the helmet. That's I all. didn't like that one. You, know, you wasn't a fan of that, Ventra? I like the NY. You like the NY he was better? only three years old. Oh. <laughs> I, I caught a little bit of LT at the end. Greatest LT moment you remember. Um, oh, when he broke, was it Joe Montana? No, he broke someone's leg. You, you could not have been, you're, you're not old enough to oh, no. remember. Jumbo, he, Jumbo Elliott. Jumbo Elliott. Offensive lineman for the 49ers, I think he, like, crushed him and broke his leg or something like that. Nah. Just went right through No, the, what happened was he broke Joe Theismann's leg on Monday Night Football. Mm. The Jumbo Elliott play. Didn't he crush him? One play? No, he had a, he had a, a, a brilliant hit. That wasn't my, Jake. Who had the hit on Montana in San Fran that caused Montana to dislocate his elbow and fumble the ball? Was that Taylor or was that one of the other members of that defense? I think that might have been Leonard Marshall. Had a big hit on Joe Montana. It might have been a, a division round NFC game or an NFC championship game. Had a big hit. Anyway, Lawrence had many great moments. Yeah. Obviously, LT is the man. He is the best player in New York Giant history. Mm-hmm. The best offensive player in New York Giant history is Odell Beckham. He'll be coming up on a contract. <laughs> what the hell are you laughing at? Already? Oh, it's, it's, the New York Giant organization has never had a better offensive player than Odell Beckham. Talent-wise, but numbers-wise. No, no, 
They, he, they haven't. I mean, I think maybe Tiki might be the best offensive Giants player. Jake, the best offensive play on Giant history. Uh, if, if Odell Beckham continues down this path, it's Odell Beckham. Right, if he continues down this path. I'd say right now, today. I, I, Tiki has, you know, longevity. Tiki ain't do nothing, though. I mean, yeah, he does. Tiki has a better three-year history in the peak than Terrell Davis did. Okay, but, I, but yeah, Tiki Ball was not a Hall of Famer. He's never going to be... He won't no, even but get that's a, my entire point with that. Terrell Davis shouldn't be a Hall of Famer, and Tiki Barber had a better had a better three year stretch at the peak than Terrell Davis did. And yet, you're right. Tiki Barber doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but neither does Terrell Davis. So, to the Giants retire Tiki Barber number? Well, that'll yeah, never happen. I think he's the best Giants, but he's definitely the best Giants running back Giants ever had. Oh yeah, until now, probably without a doubt. Barkley so. should be the yeah. goat, or you know, should be a dude like that. Um, all right, so cool. Let's see where we got. Already got somebody. On the telephone line. Let's talk about ADP movers and shakers and all in kid. I want to start with you, my man. I love I, I love it. The uh the, the quote you had for Amari Cooper last year. He's a JV Brandon Cooks. But listen, I don't want to talk when we talk we always talk, oh, the talent this, the talent that. Haven't really we've seen glimpses of it and flashes of it. But now I think the ADP starts to go up on last year's trash because I think more and more people are going to buy into John Gruden and what he does offensively, him being a true number one target out there, no more Michael Crabtree in the way. Jordy Nelson is not the player that he used to be. Yeah, you got MB, Martavius Bryant, but still, clearly the number one player, the top talent, and the go-to guy in this offense for Derek Carr should, without a shadow of a doubt, I can't, do not say without a shadow of a doubt, should be um, uh, Amari Cooper. It should be, but we're going to be doing this again. And we hear he's up to 225 and putting on muscle. And that's why he's going to be more like Anquan Bolden and, and all this type. Talk to me when we see it. The fact is, Amari Cooper, the talent has never been a question. The consistency, especially with his hands, have always been go back to college. Uh, you know, something I said when he was coming out is I drew a lot of comparisons to Odell Beckham because of the skill set. And I was like, before everybody goes crazy and calls him the next Odell Beckham, he's not. He's similar some skill set wise, but the big difference, the major difference I pointed out at the time was the hands and the hands have been an issue. They've always been an issue for him. And you look at two years ago, I think he had eight or nine red zone targets, didn't catch a single one. And he just he has no consistency. It's not just the game flow. It's him himself. Now, he's still young enough that he can overcome that as he wouldn't be the first player to have a slow start of his career. And people will say, well, how slow is it when you have a thousand yard seasons? But we want better from him. There's more upside for him. There is ability for him to be a wide receiver. One, just stop buying him as that. Like I would have owned Amari Cooper this year, just like the first time I'm only saying to me Watkins, if anybody would ever draft him at discount, but year after year after year, Corey, you know, this people draft him as a fringe wide receiver one with zero discount. Yeah, and I, and I get that. So, um, I get that. Um, I agree. Something, something in the chat just threw me off. I get what you're saying. I get exactly what Jake is saying with that. But if he moves into, if he starts to push up from this third round range that he's in, Ventra, into kind of the late second round, kind of on that two three turn, as opposed to that middle third, that three four turn, where you can get him on your team as a WR two. Say you take a running back and then you go two wide receivers after that. You like Cooper? Do you like a a a Saquon Barkley, Devontae Adams, or Mari Cooper start? Saquon Barkley, Devontae. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You okay with that? I, listen, I'm a high guy on, on Cooper. I've always been. Last year was a really bad year, obviously, uh, but for the whole Raiders team, it was. Uh, and I know he drops passes. I think it's more of a mental thing with him because he, like Jake said, he's got the talent. He he, you know. He could be a great player. We've seen that he's been 
a 1,000-yard receiver before he could get you eight to 10 touchdowns. He should be that type of player. So now that he's gained weight, which is a fact that he's 225 pounds, you know, he gained the weight. That's a good thing, I think, for him because he ain't getting any taller. He's only six feet or whatever he is. So this is good for him. He needs that strength. He needs to break tackles. He needs to become better. And I like that he's working on it. Uh, and Gruden loves him to death, so you know Gruden's going to target him a lot. I'm buying back in. The thing is, I don't want... It's going to stink now because now he's going to go up way too much in value. You're right. It's like, it's not worth it. I would not take him in the second round. I would take him at the end of the third, the earliest. Jake, it, what about that, that start? You comfortable with that? Barkley, Adams, Cooper. Mm, not really, no. Yeah, not really. I'd rather have Cooper as my wide receiver, too, after I already have two running backs. Oh, okay. Well, then, then you have to get him in the fourth. And, that, and I don't think I think those yeah. days are gone. I think I they, think they were, they were never there. What do you mean gone? That's my, <laughs> I mean, that's my the... point. Is nobody ever lets Cooper fall to a proper value? Okay, it's I, true. That's true. He's not at the right value. I, I don't know. Son is so. T- and listen, I, I I lost a lot of. Uh, not to say I lost a lot of money because a lot of I didn't have Cooper in a lot of the leagues with my higher league fees. But you know, it, it, was, it was a big disappointment. One of the Cooper and Isaiah Crowell. Kill Christmas for my children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I get what Jake is saying, but I don't know, son. I can't quit him. I'm going to keep going back. Me neither. I'm not quitting on him. No way. He's Chris, still too young. Chris Hogan, ADP, right, is intriguing because now it's starting to be, it's starting to rise slowly but surely. Every time I see a draft, Chris Hogan go a little bit higher. Chris Hogan go a little bit higher. You know what I mean? Chris Hogan was in the 10th. Then it was the 9th. Then it was the 8th. Now he's coming up on the 6th. And I'm like, okay, the 7th, coming up a little bit closer to the 6th round. Jake, I'm buying him six and later. I don't want to see him cre- creep into five. Be mainly because it's not about the talent with, with, with Hogan. It's more about, I don't know if he can stay on the field and be healthy. I'm not tripping off of Edelman. I'm not tripping off of Gronk. All I'm tripping off of is the fact that Hogan can't stay on the field. If Hogan could be out there and he's going in the sixth, seventh round, I love that I can do that all the time. In the fifth, though, Jake, do you take him or do you discount him? Do you say, you know what, it's getting too high for me? Well, that's where I was taking him to start with, and I'm actually annoyed. Well, I mean, I, I would have been, I should have said willing, and I was going to take him in the fifth, and knowing the price was going to go up, I would have preferred before this whole suspension thing happened, getting him in the ninth and the tenth round, where he initially started way back in May. That would have been terrific, but that's just what happens, and this is why, similar to Mike Williams with the Hunter Henry situation, some of these values get thrown out the window because other scenarios pop up that end up getting people's attention, and unfortunately, it means lost value for you and your return in the draft. So I'm still taking Chris Hogan. I told you at the beginning when we first started talking about this, Chris Hogan is inside my top 25 wide receivers. People forget Chris Hogan was a wide receiver one through the first eight games before he got hurt, and that was with doing nothing really in the first game of the season. So I don't see why people aren't more on a Chris Hogan. Honestly, he has wide receiver one potential. Nah, Chris Hogan was balling last year. I'm not even going to front. And listen, I sat up here. I was making fun of him. I called him Rocky Marciano. You know what I'm saying? Every time I talk about y'all, bring up Rocky Marciano. You know what I mean? But son proved me wrong. I Full disclosure, son proved me wrong. I have no problem saying that. Chris Hogan was balling. is getting done. I just don't trust him injury-wise. That's why I want him in the fifth. I put him on my team as a wide receiver three. I think, as Jake said, that upside is tremendous right there at that point. I'm worried more about the injuries with, with, with Hogan Venture. Where are you at on Hogan? Uh, see, I would take him as well. And I know you're worried about the injuries, but like the, the thing is he hasn't really been around like playing, starting that long. Like It's only been a couple of years, 2016, 2017. Buffalo, he didn't really play for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I would give him another chance injury-wise, I'm saying. I wish his value, like Jake said, if you could get him like you know seventh round, that would be beautiful. 
um, as like a wide receiver three or four would be beautiful because I don't want him as my wide receiver two. I don't want him starting. I, maybe as a flex. You know what I mean? Because yeah. cause I can't trust him yet. There's not enough of a pedigree. There's not enough there. But you know he has talent. You know that, that what's his name is going to go to him? Tom Brady. The Chris goat. Hogan or Sammy Watkins? Watkins. Jake, Hogan or Watkins? Hogan, not even close. Oh, not even close. I wow. like that's a definitive statement right there. Break that down. Why is it not even close? Sammy Watkins can flat out get Play. it. He can flat out get it, and you know that, Jake. Uh, yeah, and who's in front of him? Two people. Yeah, two. Done. That's the end of the argument. <laughs> well, what do you think, that Hogan's just going to get 150 targets? No, that you don't have to throw out a dumbass number just to make a dumb <laughs> argument. He's not like the clear-cut, this is the, my go-to guy, like uh, you know Julio Jones. No, or, but he's the number one wide receiver on this team. Look at the numbers last year through the first eight games. No, I know. I, I know he's the number one receiver right now, but then Edelman will come back. You got Gronk. You got these running backs that could catch, like James White and Sony Michelle. You got a lot of you know, different guys. Look at the guys. numbers through the first eight games last year when everybody was fine. And Brady loves to spread the ball. I, no, I'm saying Hogan should be the best receiver on the team. I agree with you on that. The thing is, I don't know how great that's going to be. I don't know. We saw how, how great it was through the first eight games. How many times do I have to say it? <laughs> that doesn't mean he can sustain that. Why? I, I mean, I want to see more. I just want to see more. Okay. Trust, you want to see him putting more work? Yeah, I want to. I want to trust the guy more. I don't trust him. I just don't have that trust. Possibly say that and then support Sammy Watkins. Because Sammy Watkins, I've seen for a long time now. And what has he done? Get injured. I know that. <laughs> but when he plays, he could flat out ball. When you throw him the ball, he could flat out ball. You're buying into the upside of Sammy Watkins right. over, over, over the what you think you can get over Hogan. Right. If they both at the top of their game, Hogan, Watkins is going to be better than Hogan. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Eight, 16 games, both of them, Watkins has the better year. 844-843-6879. Let's get ready to pop the seal on the telephone lines. Let's talk to my man Joe in New Jersey. Joe, what's cracking? Hey, Corey, how are you? I am doing well, buddy. How are you? Uh, very good. I'm just going to give you a question and hang up. Um, if you are going to stream defenses and or tight ends, which teams would you target to pick on this year? Thank you. All right, if you're going to stream, this is an interesting question right here. If you're going to, uh, I hear the, uh, the microphone, my voice in the back. I like Mike Tyson. That did look like Mike Tyson, right? A little bit. Um, if you're going to stream defenses or tight ends, what teams are you picking on this year? You, uh, you got to start with the AFC East when it comes to streaming defenses because they got the worst teams. They got the teams that can't score, the Jets, the Bills, the Dolphins, so the New England Patriots yeah. defense. Streaming tight ends, Jake, is a little bit more difficult to figure out a team to pick on the stream tight end. But I think we got to kind of get to that when we get in season, right? Yeah, this uh, I'm not looking to set up myself to stream tight ends from the start of the season, no. Yeah, that's tough right there to do that. I, yeah. I find that difficult. But streaming defense, I think Patriots, whatever. I mean, you want to always – I don't know what no, – NF- just straight up draft the Patriots. Yeah, straight up draft them. You don't got to stream them. And then I don't not, I'm not sure what NFC – uh, division is going Arizona. up against the, the okay, so the NFC West. So AJ, oh go. no, I was just I was just gonna say I was picking out a team to stream against. Okay, another team that you can stream against. So that's AFC East, NFC West, and then the matching divisions on the other side. Whoever those teams are playing against, I'm not sure that right now, but mm-hmm. you can definitely do that research on your own and look that up. Well, you, 
Streaming. Are you a tight end streamer? You draft one and go. What defense streamer? What do you do, Ventro? I'm not sure. You're a fantasy style well, when it comes to defenses and tight ends. Well, with tight end, like I usually try to find one that I think is a good value and that I could start the whole season. I'm not looking to really stream one, but I won't, you know, pay up for a tight end. Definitely not. Uh, defenses, I do tend to stream because, like, you could go after those top defenses, and you know, most people are drafting them at the end of the at the draft, so it's okay to do that, but. How many defenses are really that reliable and consistent? There's like three. After that, you're streaming all of them anyway. You know what I mean? You might even have to stream New England. Look at New England. The first five weeks last year, they were absolutely awful. One of the then things I like to better. do for defenses and kickers is, especially if you got a good defense that's getting – I like the teams that have the buys later on in the season when it comes to defense and kickers. This way I'm not dropping and picking up and dropping and picking up and dropping and picking up. Mm -hmm. Most of the times, you know, you may have two, three, maybe four at the most defenses a year that you'll be like, okay, wait a minute, I got to carry two defenses because I'm not going to drop this defense. You should never not carry more than one kicker, period. <laughs> Jake, I tell you, you should have no kicker on your roster. Yeah. But if you get a kicker with a buy in like week 11, week 12, something like that, a, tick, a kicker with a later buy, that's something I definitely like to uh, invest in because it gives you a little bit more flexibility when you set up your roster week in and week out and navigating through the bye weeks. 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved. When we come back on the other side, I got some more guys that ABD ADP should be going in certain directions up and down. I want to talk Jimmy Graham and some Sterling Shepard. Plus, I'll tell you about some NFL players with some cryptocurrency. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, big pimping right here, FNTSY Radio. Shout out to everybody, the Goon Squad, everybody in the building, 844-843-6879. Also, shout out to everybody that's already signed up for the Beat the Fantasy Exec League. That's eight out of the 12 spots needed or filled right now. But we got to get four more people in there. Don't forget, playnffc.sportshubtech.com. You go to a contest, then you go to online championships, and it's the one Thursday night at 9 p.m. East. We'll be drafting. Right? Oh, it's almost full already. What? There's only one spot left. Oh, wow. It says 11 of 12 status. All right, so, there you, so it's one spot left. So if you want to hop in there, go get that spot right now. And then what, what, what happens when we get the spot right, basically what we'll do for the draft order is go by Kentucky Derby style. So you kind of select where spot you want to. You move the players along, whatever, and you select what spot you want to draft in. And then it will randomize it, and then you have your draft spot, and we'll be good to go for Thursday night. So one spot left. It's Thursday night, 9 p.m. East. I told you how to get in the league. Right, and then you put the bread up, and you go against the fantasy executive, and we have a good time. So I'm thank you all for filling up this league. You know what I'm saying? Because I they they hit me up this morning, the NFFC, because I got my auction um coming the live auction, which is a, it, it, that that one is a hefty um entry fee. Mm -hmm. I got my live auction in that joint, right? And it hit me up, and they was like, "Yo, you know, we getting ready to charge the card." 
for the, the the whole thing. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's get an arrangement. You know what I'm saying? Worked out on this joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just took care of y'all. Look out for your boy. They hit me back like, oh, you good, exec. You know, we need this on this day. And I said, I bet we do it like that. And I appreciate them. And good looking out to the NFFC and, and the Illis, uh, you know, and the cast that play over there. And thank you very much for um, supporting and filling up the Beat the Fantasy Exec League. So basically what we're going to do, I'm going to get enhanced. I'm going to put the <laughs> game on. And then, and then we're going to draft. And then, and then we'll play it out, fab, everything. And it'll be something that goes on the whole season long. So shout out to everybody that got up in the joint. I really appreciate your hospitality. So I was reading this story. And I found this to be interesting, guys, because we got to figure out how to be, we got to get some more money. You know what I'm saying? So listen to this. There's an online deal. We'll pay NFL players in cryptocurrency. The Alliance of Sports and Cryptocurrency is set for an entertainment development with high user engagements, you know, observed in live streaming of video games and a dedicated fan following of players. A blockchain project is opening up to National Football League players. The NFL Players Association with the union did not a, announced a, par, a partnership, excuse me, with a blockchain startup that will allow players to host content and earn revenue through a decentralized platform. So that means, right, as we, as we do this as a team, all three of us together, mm-hmm. we get us a player, right? Or, or maybe you want to go off on your own. Or, Jake, you want to go off on your own. Or I go off on my own. We got a studio right here, Studio 34. Mm-hmm. We do it at night so the suits won't know about it. We'll sneak in here. <laughs> we'll get Danny to turn the stream on. Yeah. And we got to get a player. And this way, we, we got a TV right there. Yeah. You hook the Xbox, whatever, up to that TV, right? The player is playing. You and the player can play. Me and Jake can host the joint. And then when the NFL gives the player the, the coin, we can bust it down four ways. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? I like that. What do you think of that, Jake? Uh, I didn't think that's where they were going with it, but <laughs> I mean, I, he put I, a twist on it. I put a twist on it. I got to get us a piece of this too, but we need a player because the players yeah, are the one that's getting the coin, though. It's it's not as big as it was. Like it's it. it's cut it's cut back quite a bit since that craze that we it's saw in a few months ago. It'll be back if we get a player. To- Says who? Says me. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, Jake, you know. If you heard was, that, then everybody sell your cryptocurrency. <laughs> Venture was telling me about the joint last year. I'll be honest. Venture was putting me on, was telling me about the joint last year. And, I, and, and it worked for you, right, Chris? Yeah. yeah. i never forget. I was going through something. I, my, my best friend had passed away. So, you know, I was kind of like my mind was out of it, you know what I'm saying, for about a good two or three weeks. And Venture was to keep telling me about this damn corn. And I was like, son, please. You know what I'm saying? And. <laughs> It, it obviously it, money on it, it worked yeah. out. All right, so Goon Squad, we need a player that if so, I know a lot of you cats watch video games and stuff like that. So if you let us know who the players are that we should hit up, you know, if they're in the New York City area, that's better because they can come into Studio Thirty Four. And if you know who the players is that play video games heavy, then we can put together a show and then we can bust down that player's cryptocurrency four ways. Because, see, the player don't got the studio. You feel what I'm saying? We got the studio. Right. We got a TV, too. And I think it's even an Xbox in that joint. So let us know what's going on. That. And everybody don't say Juju because Juju don't live here. So if you know a Jet or a Giant, you know what I'm saying? Then this way. Evan Ingram. Yeah. Evan Ingram play video games? <laughs> I don't know. But I would think so. A lot of sports guys do. Oh, the whole MLB plays Fortnite. I'll tell you that right now. So there you go. We got to get somebody in here so we can run a program just like that. 844. Get D'Angelo Williams. He plays Call of Duty all the time. Mm-hmm. I wonder where he live at now, though. 
I think Carol. he's yeah, Angelo Williams is a cool cat. Yes. Um, we had a I, we had a couple of events where D'Angelo D'Angelo Williams is a, is very involved in what's going on in fantasy football too. He gets to catch a lot of beef from fantasy players because remember Jake, he had the, the the backfield with him and Jay Stu for a long time. So. Yeah. People would be starting D'Angelo Williams, and they'd be trashing him like, yo, why you not getting me no points? And D'Angelo would be like, yo, son, you see I'm sharing the backfield. What do you want from me? <laughs> and then he had he that big get, year, 18 touchdowns. He still gets salty on, on Twitter. He actually calls it – he actually says it's when he feels like being petty. He'll go on like a petty tirade. <laughs> <laughs> P-E-T-T-Y. Don't be yep. petty. You know what I'm saying? He just went on one yesterday, which is right. He was talking about the Todd Gurley thing, and people were like, well, look at what Todd Gurley did in comparison to Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell's three years older and blah, blah, blah. He go, and he, came, he goes, here's the fact. Who's better? Le'Veon then, Bell. Right. Yeah. So there so. you go. And he makes a good point with that one. Okay, so we see Maurice Jones-Drew is a gamer. Jamal <laughs> Adams is a gamer. Okay. All right, so cool. So we're getting some ideas. So we put a plan together with your help, Goon Squad, and we'll give you all like a little piece of the coin. But definitely not getting uh, more. You know what would be through. a guaranteed money, Corey? You would just rake in money if it was not only NFLs, if you could get Joel Embiid. <laughs> oh, no, that would be crazy. <laughs> You're right, Jake. That would be crazy. We can get a couple coins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people, great personality. Um, but. Jones Drew already does. He's like the head of fantasy at ESPN or something, right? He's not the head. I thought you were like for he NFL like, Network. He's like the face. He's the NFL, oh, yeah, 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 NFL Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works at NFL Network. Yeah, he live on the West Coast. He's an Oakland cat too, so it's gonna be hard to get him out here. And them Oakland cats don't really like to come chill in the city unless they. Well, listen, we got a studio, but he got a studio too. Maybe we get Florio to hook us up. Maybe see, we got guys out there. west. We got guys out there. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Um. I'm glad that uh, Sean um, Cesar in the chat says, um, in the Goon Squad chat, asks about anyone else, else high on Demarius Thomas or just me. Well, me too. Jake three, where you at on DT? And I think as he was trying to look at the situation with Case Keenum, a competent quarterback, DT still got the skills. Right now I'm seeing DT in like that fourth, fourth round range. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders even better in the seventh both of those guys are tremendous values right now of uh, Ventra. Mm-hmm. I am all in. I'm going to tell you what, people that sign up for the Beat the Exec League, Demarius Thomas is going to be on my team. Yeah. No, no. PPR, especially, yeah. I'm, but his production has slowly crept down. I think it's just because Peyton, if the Peyton left, they haven't had a quarterback. So this, his production should bounce back up to like that, you know, 90 plus catch range and over 1,000 yards. He's, he's almost a guarantee for think that. Is where, where he at right now is too low still, or you think it's going to start to creep up to the point where you might get out, or you think, you know what, it's worth it in the third round even? No, it's definitely worth it. I just took him in the fourth round of a draft. Love that. That's a great four, pick, yeah. 4.9, and I was surprised he was still sitting there because it's half-point half PPR. But Demarius Thomas said he has a capable quarterback for the first time since Peyton Manning, including Peyton Manning's last season, if people don't remember got benched for Trevor Simeon. So it's been a long time since this team has had a capable quarterback. Case Keenum has his own flaws, but it's definitely the best you've seen in years. Exactly. And he's still putting up 83 catches, almost a thousand yards with bad quarterbacks. And I seen a report that Demarius Thomas was lining up a lot in the slot in, in our, in camp. You Mm -hmm. Demarius Thomas in the slot. That's not fair. That's not fair. That is not fair. 
But that could all be camp talk. You know what I'm saying? You can't everything you read on Roto World is Roto World is No, that's in. I actually think that's very intriguing because the people assume Emmanuel Sanders is a slot guy and he's not. Between the two of them, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders last year, they were both in the low teens for percentage of snaps run out of the slot. When they're in two wide, they both outside. When they're in three wide, it was like a Jordan Taylor or somebody like that. It, they actually didn't get a, either one of them get a lot of use out of the snap for the last two seasons. So I think this is a good thing. Yeah. And there's no for forever now for four five years they haven't had any other weapons besides Thomas and Sanders. I just hope I just want him to stay healthy. That's I think very important for Demarius Thomas this year. Now Demarius Thomas, for the most part, he's he get nicked up, he get banged up, he really don't miss time. But I can see Demarius Thomas a bigger wide receiver body starting to break down. So that's why listen, I'm in on both of them. I want a piece of both of them, and then I and then um I like the fact that both of them also play in the final game of the season. So this way, you know, that means a little something, too. 844-843-6879. Before we head out to the phones, Jake, I am looking at Sterling Shepard on the draft board right now in round, where's he at? Sterling Shepard in round eight. I like him in eight. In seven, I'd rather have guys like Devin Funches, Robin Woods, Jamison Crowder. So I think eight is the right spot, Jake. If he moves into seven, I'm not, I, don't, I don't like it as much. I think eight is okay. I actually haven't even ended up with a single share of Shepard because he's touchdown reliant this year. And that's going to come down to whether or not Eli Manning bounces back and gets close to those two seasons where he was under McAdoo once he got control of that offense and threw for 4,400 yards and 30 touchdowns each season, 33 the one year. You look at it, Eli Manning, if he gets back to those numbers, sure, then that's definitely a worthy investment. But because he, if you look at it, Sterling Shepard's two seasons, he's putting up a lot of touchdowns for what he is. It's actually a little bit surprising. So you don't know that, that like normal wide receiver. Look, go, here's a simple one. Look at Sterling Shepard and look at Julio Jones. Look at the yards and receptions and compare the two and tell me why Sterling Shepard has twice as many touchdowns. Like that's that, crazy. And that's really what I'm getting at here is touchdowns can be fluky. And last year, especially, we know it was Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram because there was nobody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the pie can definitely get bigger with Eli Manning bouncing back this season. But I don't know if I want to trust Sterling Shepard as anything more than a bench, maybe my flex in a PPR because I could see 700 yards and six touchdowns being this season. Yeah, I, and I think a bench player, too, with a lot of upside is, is, the way, is where he's being drafted and where he should be drafted at. So I don't got no problem with that all right there. Jake, this is a question that popped up in the chat twice. Amari Cooper or Demarius Thomas? Demarius Thomas. No question. He said no question. If he, I want to go boom or bust... Yeah, he yeah, safety. I mean, and it's not even safety. Even if Demarius Thomas only replicates what he did last year, at least I know he's top 20 wide receiver. Exactly. Amari Cooper. Here's the difference. Let's say, look at it this way. Amari Cooper and Demarius Thomas replicate last year. Okay, obviously Demarius Thomas has a better season. Let's say Amari Cooper has a year from two years ago where he would finish ahead of Demarius Thomas. The ride to get there is my problem with Cooper. He puts up 200 yards and two touchdowns in a game, disappears for five weeks, puts up 150 in a touchdown, disappears for another five weeks. That's why I don't want Cooper. Cooper definitely has the higher ceiling. I, that's not even a question in my mind. But I don't want – this is Deshaun Jackson. This is Santana Moss. This is those kind of guys where it's like who knows when the weeks are going to pop off. Uh, see, uh, the, here's the tough thing. I agree with him with the Thomas because um, he's obviously safer at this point. But I just like Cooper's upside. I, I love you. Cooper's upside. I it's know much. It. It's, I know it's it. higher. But, I know it. But the thing is, um, the both of them should have a bump in production because now you got Denver with Keenum, so Thomas's production should go up, 
And Koopa with Gruden now, and, you know, hopefully he works on things with Derek Carr. You got Jordy Nelson on the other side. Maybe Koopa, and now he's getting older, he has a bump in production. So I don't know which one's going to be, you know, if Thomas is going to just go up a little bit and then Koopa goes up a lot, because he could do that. Koopa could just outright pass Thomas in production this year. You know, I just hope, one thing I hope about Amari Koopa, I don't want Amari Koopa to become one of these Mr. August guys. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Every August, he looks fantastic. Coop, you got to play better than that representing Dade County. Don't come for me like that, son. Make sure I got everything. I, I actually had Cooper on a DFS line. It was one of my best weeks last year, that week that he went off. Look at that. And that, that's kind of how you got to play him, though. And yeah. that's like kind of how you got to play him. Mm-hmm. You got to find that week when he go off. But hopefully this year, we can get a little bit more consistent. Like I said, I'm not going to be overexposed like I have years in the past. But I'm not out on the kid altogether. 844-843-6879. Let's go out to Texas and holler at my man, Jay. Jay, what's cracking? Hey, how you doing, guys? Chilling. What up with you, Jay? Okay, I got it. Not much. Uh, first-time caller. Started listening to y'all yesterday. I'm Thank you. Totally impressed. Um, I'm looking for some redemption. Last year, I went 14-1, and lost in the title game. Happens. Been eating me up inside. So it's a, it's a 10-team PPR um, keeper, three-keeper. Uh, has two flex. Uh, my keepers are Hunt. Camara and uh, Michael Thomas. Now, during the offseason, I worked two trades to where I can get in the first and second pick of the first round. Wow. So I just need uh, maybe your opinion. I don't know who else is being kept. Okay, I'm about to say it depends on who's being kept. Who's the number one running back not being kept? Uh, Number one running back not being kept is. uh, is coming up as uh, well, Dalvin Cook on the projections. Dalvin Cook, Freeman, uh, McKinnon, Howard. No, 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 just take Barkley. Yeah, just take Barkley. I'm about to say Barkley, it's between yeah. Dalvin Cook and Barkley. Take Barkley and the best receiver there. I'm about to say, and then there you go. Barkley and the way best to receiver. another 14 to 1 season. There you go. And try to win the championship yep. this time. Yeah. 10 team people. No, he went undefeated till the shit. What would you say, well, son? What would you say, though? What would you say with the wide with the uh, with the wide receiver, what would you say? Evans, Baldwin, Thielen, Fitzgerald? Evans, Baldwin, Thielen, Fitzgerald. Baldwin got a gig to himself with no quarterback When's issues. your draft? When is it? On the tw- uh, in two weeks. Two weeks from now. All right, you got some time. See, you Watch the Vikings and see who's winning the third wide receiver role because if it's Kendall Wright and Thielen gets pushed outside, then I'd probably go Mike Evans. If Adam Thielen stays in the slot, I'm taking Thielen on the PPR. Yeah, I like Thielen too. Thanks. So there you go right there. Thanks a lot, Jay. Glad you enjoyed the program. Hope to hear from you soon. Let's go out to the Barbados and holler at my man, Stefan. Stefan. Stefan was cracking. Yeah, how you doing, man? How you doing? Chilling. Hey, Stefan, you remember, uh, oh, I forgot what show it was. They were like, Stefan is so fine. Did people used to call you that growing up? Uh, from Family Matters? Yeah, from Family Matters, Stefan is so fine. <laughs> yeah, that was the alter ego. Yes, that's right, the alter ego. <laughs> Yeah, but um, Urkel, Urkel also, also, yeah, also, yeah, that's yeah, right. What's up, Steph? We got a couple um, minutes before we hit the break. What's good? Yeah, um, I was calling the final. I, I called our last week to answer with the dynasty question. Y'all help me with that. But I forgot to ask you because I have Kirk Cousins and I got him in the ninth. If I keep him, I, I lose the eighth round pick. I was wondering, it's a super flex as well. So it's uh, basically you can play two quarterbacks. I was wondering if I should throw him back in or if I should keep Kirk Cousins no. as a. You need to say, keep him in the eight and yeah, super flex. Keep Kirk Cutting mm-hmm. in the eight and super flex. That's a no brainer right there. Um, that was a pretty. You'll easy have part. two top quarterbacks. Yeah. Who's the other season. quarterback in that league for you? 
I don't have any other one. Oh, you can just so draft what, one. Yeah. I have to go do the redraft. Yeah, so I have a draft one. And you already got Cousins I, I in the I think I like Marcus Mariota. Okay, if you yeah, want to do Mariota, so, that's not what I would do, but I can I can dig it, you know what I'm saying, in, in a so super tell me, flex. What, what would you do, Corey? Tell, tell me what you would do. Who's, I mean, I don't, what quarterback is going to be on the board? There. That's the thing. That's exactly, exactly the point, because we have up to, I think, the end of August to make sure we, we pick all of our keepers, and oh, then okay. you'll know. Then you'll know. Yeah. I, I can dig it. Yeah. Well, well, well listen, I'll be here in August, God willing, so we'll just talk then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sound like he was coming right. at you, Corey. Take care of yourself, I, I right? felt like that for a little bit. I was like, why is Steph coming for me? <laughs> My man, for as much as I knew. You feel what I'm saying? All right. 844 Got some left bell news to talk about when we come back. Uh, I want to talk about the Colts running backs also and the Browns running backs and those guys' ADPs. It's the Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. You can hate me now. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Hey, chill with the 8-bit um, stuff. The 8-bit, that's for on target. You don't yeah, do I, which I can't do anymore. That's why it's good. Why you can't do it? Oh, because you do it pod- it's podcast. It's a podcast. Now. I don't, yeah, I don't right. get return music anymore. <laughs> Turn this off, PJ. No. Yeah. <laughs> you turned there it up. Go. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life. For turn, us. turn it off as Corey leaves the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get a pigskin. Yes. The Duke. This ain't the Duke. It's a college. No. Oh, not Yahoo got a uh, college fantasy football this year with the Power Five conferences. You think it's something you'll get involved in, uh, Ventra? Power Five conferences? Yeah, like well, the, you pick. The, no, the big conference, you know, the SEC, the ACC, the, 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 the teams that play for the national championship. Oh, you could play fantasy? Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of players, dude. No, That's but I'm saying it's only players. the Power Five conferences, so it makes the player pool shorter. Still, Power Five conferences, still you still got a ton of teams and a ton of players. True. You know? How are they doing it, Corey? Are they doing it like normal fantasy football? No, like normal fantasy football. Interesting. Okay, because ESPN used to do that, but anybody could pick anybody. You just filled, you just filled out your lineup. No, this one right here is like drafts and all of that. Maybe we get the homie Joe Lisi to come in and break it down one day, you know what I'm saying? Because nice. I'm interested in it. I'm going to read up on it a little bit more tonight, but I see that they got our college fantasy football with the Power Five conferences uh, on the Yahoo site, so that's what's cracking right there. Um, I see a couple cats on the telephone lines. I'll holler at y'all in a minute, so just be patient. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what the fantasy scores would be in college? Are you kidding me? Kids would be going off. No, but then again, you got to understand, because I, you, but then again, injuries and timeshares and stuff like that. They it would really, be a bit, yeah. They really play a role in college, You have too. to be on top of it. Yeah, Heavy. Exactly. Well, we got, the, so we got the homie Joe Lisi, so we might be able to make some That's money true. doing the joint. You know what I'm saying? Because Joe be on top of stuff like that. So um, I'm about to put Shorty's name in the chat, and I'm going to hit send. Y'all go Google this girl right here, <laughs> whose name I just put in the chat. Shorty is uh, Le'Veon Bell girlfriend, right? Nice-looking girl. You know what I'm saying? You can go to her Instagram page, whatever. Her Instagram is open. Uh, for everybody, you know, you know, you know a, a tad too petite for the fantasy executive, you know what I'm saying? 
don't want to hurt anyone. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Go ahead, Venture. Don't start that. Um, nice looking gal. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, she looked like she don't look like a running back girlfriend to me. You know what I mean? But whatever, she's straight. I mean, I'm not gonna throw her out to bed. You know what I mean? What, yeah. what does a running back girlfriend look like? I think a running back girlfriend. See, this girl is this gal is too petite to be no, a running back girlfriend. No, she's very very pretty. She is very pretty, but she looked kind of young too. You know what I'm saying? In certain pictures, certain pictures. Le'Veon Bell is only in his mid twenties. That's true too, but Shorty right here might be like 21, 2021. 20, mm. You know what I mean? I just figured Le'Veon Bell. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, maybe a little bit more well, older gal than this, but no, nah, ain't nothing. Listen, very exotic, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not um, saying anything negative about this young lady. Y'all, Le'Veon Bell. This is a nice looking gal. I'm mm-hmm. not even gonna front. You know what I mean? May not be the first lady I point out, but still, you know what I'm saying? She's not gonna be like. Oh, fantasy executive. I'm be like, nah, shorty, I'm not with it. I, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm be like, what's good? Yeah. <laughs> She's exotic. It's right. I'm like, yo, I got, when, as soon as I get you know, one of the NFL players to bust down that coin with me, we can make this happen. <laughs> All right. So, so um, Lev Bell and Shorty was at a strip club in Miami called a Rockwell. They was in there together making a thunderstorm in the joint, whatever. And they had, if you go to TMZ Sports, you can see a little video clip on it. And, you know, she in the strip club with, with both of them is in there together. They partying. They got to dance over there. Left, left bell is smack it, smack it, smack it, smack it. You know what I'm saying? And there's tons of singles on the floor. And so that left bell got plenty of money. He's not hurting by any stretch of the imagination. Now, here's the thing, Ventura. You have an old lady. Mm-hmm. Would you and your old lady ever go to the gentleman's establishment together? Do you think you and Christina will be... Bang, bang, Scooby Doo, pop, pop, and bang, at, slap, at club? slap, slap. Yeah, you think you think Christina would go with you to the gentleman's establishment? I think Christina would be down, but like, I don't, th- I don't like taking my girl like out to clubs and stuff. I never did that because okay. there was one time where a guy, this is in the past, not Christina, but a guy grabbed my girlfriend's ass. Yeah, right there, right in front of you. Yeah, and, and you know, you it to, went down. Yeah, had to the go guy down. ended up getting kicked out because the bouncer came and threw him out. Yeah, because I guess he saw the whole thing go down. So yeah. you knew it wasn't my fault. And the kid ended up calling the cops saying I had a gun. I ended up having oh, wow. one of the worst nights of my freaking life. I had to sit in the police precinct and all that stuff. So it's like not even worth it, dude. It's just stress. You know what I mean? I- I'd rather not go out with my girl to a club or a strip club. Yeah. To dinner, not fine. Other places, fine. Low key, but I don't want to get whacked and be out with all these people. Yeah. Because crazy stuff goes down, you know. Jake, you ever been out on a date and have a dude like try to disrespect you? Mm, no. Oh, then Jake don't play that. Jake was like, I sold y'all the gun show last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if I ever been in situations like, I don't think nobody like purposely like tried to holler, you know what I mean? Or they might have been looking or whatever the case may be. I don't think it was like no disrespectful, tasteless, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I'm overprotective. Even if I see eyes wandering, you know what I'm saying? I no, get tight. You're overprotective yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even want shorty. You don't even want cats looking at your girl. I don't even want girl. a dude looking at her, yeah. Even though, you know, it's human nature. PJ, PJ, would you go to the girlfriend the strip club with your girlfriend? She would not be down for that at all. She wouldn't be down for that? I wish. Ask <laughs> <laughs> Bavona. Bavona, our man, Chris Bavona downstairs. I'm asking him right now. Is he got a fiance? So I wonder if him and his fiance would go to a gentleman's establishment together. And then we get back I'm to the I'm going to say maybe, yeah. Bavona said maybe? I'm going to say he says maybe, yeah. It's it's got it depends it depends on where, 
So you're not living like Le'Veon Bell and his lady throwing nah. one smacking booties, you know? Nah. <laughs> I'm kind of over That'd the strip fun, clubs though. just as a generalization just because, I mean, really, it's, well, it's not worth were, it. Well, you think you better? You know? Oh, oh okay. not. It's a tease. No. no, it's just not worth my money. Oh, no, I can understand that. If, but... my, if my fiancé wants to go, though, I mean, I, I, the chances are probably not. Okay. But, like, if it is, it'd probably be something more like a burlesque show than it would be than, like, you know, going to making it rain. I don't think we're going to be doing that anytime soon. Yeah. That would be fun, though. It would be fun. That's well, you're good. Yeah. do it, yeah. That would be fun. The burlesque show double could be date. fun, too. Yeah. We can go on a double date or a triple date, whatever. We all grab our ladies and we all go out. Go on a double date and then we get one and what? A quadruple date? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get somebody to come back home with us. You know what I'm saying? You never know. 844-843-6879. Shout out to Left Bell. People going to be getting on Left Bell, Left Bell case about this because they be like, yo, your brothers, your teammates are back in Pittsburgh um, training, getting ready for the season, and you in Miami in the strip club making it rain. Yeah, and he probably not going to come back. Until the season starts. Until week one. So there you go right there. So left bell. Oh, you got to be careful when you're out there doing that stuff. But listen, son, I don't don't care what you do. I'm still going to take you number two or number one overall in the fantasy draft. So I'm not even tripping off that left bell. (laughs) Rumble, young man, rumble. This guy right here. Is this a good-looking guy to you, Jake? This what? This is a good-looking young lady, Le'Veon Bell's piece. Or at least. I, I didn't even look. I, I haven't been paying attention to most of this conversation. I know Jake Jake uh, zones out when I get in my uh, mode. <laughs> Come back to us now, Jake, because I'm about to go to the phones and holler at Eric in Minnesota. Eric, what's good with you? Doing good. Nice. Um, So I guess my uh, question is, I already had my draft. I had it on Sunday, uh, mostly because we're a keeper league and we do uh, – we draft a lot of rookies, so then you have to keep up on your homework. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. But uh, we, uh, I ended up with McCoy, McKinnon, um, and I kept uh, Michael Thomas. I got two more wide receiver spots um, and my flex spot. I'm just wondering who you guys think I'm going to uh, put in there for the rest of the season right now. So right, my, no, or, right now you said you got Shady, McKinnon, and Michael Thomas? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. No, no, we're not doing this. We're not starting your lineup. We're not setting your Wait a minute, son. You're not talking about setting lineup, are you? No, I'm just talking about who you guys think I'm going to be having around there uh, when I get to yeah. the end of the year and who I should think about dealing. Um, It's kind of too early to, to look that deep into it right now. Just give me, just name me some of the players on your team. I got Marvin Jones, uh, Devin Funches, Garcon, um, Edelman out for four weeks. And then uh, I got Geis, uh, Ronald Jones, and Kirion Johnson. You have any other veteran running backs? I do not. You I got a lot of rookies. Yeah, well, you're going to have to get some running backs on that team. So you may have to try uh, move one of your top end wide receivers. 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved. We can't, we, we're not setting lineups yet, y'all. Not just yet. We got to play. A, we got to play the damn Hall of Fame game. <laughs> I listen. I'm just excited as you guys are. You feel what I'm saying? But let me do a draft first. My lord, Kenny is in Baltimore. Kenny, what's cracking? Hey, what up, Corey? How you doing? Man? Chilling, Kenny. What's good? with you see your man Lev Bell, right? Hey, that's not my man. Like that. There you go. Oh, that's right. Kenny's in Baltimore. That means Kenny rolled with the Baltimore Ravens. That's right. World yeah, War Three. They, they used to have some. They used to have some battles. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Oh, they still 
tells you every year it's going it's going down when the Ravens play the Steelers. Yeah, no, it's going down. No doubt. Yeah, I haven't noticed that. It's a, it's a, a for 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 the Ravens, right? That's the squad out there. But it's a ton of Steelers yeah. fans in Baltimore. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, it drives it drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Well, that's because of championships. Like right? when you win yep. championships, six fans from everywhere. Sixburg, you know what I'm saying? Terrible towels. Sixburg, yeah, they good. travel well, that's so they they're gonna be a lot of Steelers fans everywhere. All right, what's good though, Kenny? Yeah, right, right. I got a draft strategy question. Um, so I, I normally in the first four rounds I want to get two running backs and two wide receivers, but uh, last night I did a mock and I just like tried to throw that strategy out and take whatever fell to me. So I wanted to read y'all guys my first five picks. I got three running backs, and that was kind of weird to me. And I don't really like how my wide receivers look, so I wanted to hear y'all think. Let me hear him. My first, my first five picks was Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Jarek McKinnon, Allen Robinson, and Cam Newton. Allen Robinson? What you think Alan about Robinson. Oh, Allen Robinson. <laughs> Allen Robinson and Cam Newton. Allen Robinson. So you only got one yeah. wide receiver? I mean, no, no. I mean, that's just the first five. My my right. other two that I got was Crabtree and Punchy. Crabtree. I got them later. Hey, and and your league, uh, Kenny, how many wide receivers you start? Awesome. Two uh, two wide receivers. You you also you start one or two flex. Two. You start two and flex. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It, this 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 right here. I, I don't want Cam in the fifth. If you do this, Zeke Cook. And then who's this? I can't understand my own hand right McKinnon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robinson. Zeke, Zeke Cook, McKinnon, right? Then Allen Robinson. I love that right there. You do? I, love, I have no, pro- I have like no problem with this. I don't have no problem with Allen Robinson as a one either when you already got your flex locked. And you got Zeke and Cook. You know what I'm saying? You put McKinnon in that flex. I'm cool with that. Allen Robinson, right, as a one is fine with me. The problem is Cam. Should have went another wide receiver in Cam's spot and then get your quarterback later on. Yeah. Okay, so five six, I should have went uh, wide receiver, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what, in the sixth round, I took Fred. Ken, you, five, you, five, you play in a 10 or a 12 team league? 12. Yeah, this is, I don't mind this for a 12 team league. Where you do your mock drafts at? Yahoo. Yeah, son, you got to you gotta go over to, um, you got to get on the MFL 10 joints, um, Sports Hub Tech, MFL 10s. It's a better way to How mock draft. Cost? It, it costs $10. $10, yeah. yeah. It's a better way to mock draft, and you can win that okay. back. You know what I'm saying? And this way, you get a oh, cats in okay. it. You get cats in it. That's like a little bit more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Savvy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And more. A lot of times when you in them Yahoo, them ESPN, them CBS mock drafts, you you straight yeah. up drafting against all uh, robots. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And they don't care because it's free. And they, exactly, they'll they'll hop in. Somebody be like, "Yo, I got the third pick." They'll hop in, do three or four rounds, then they hop out the joint. You feel what I'm saying? And then you're yeah, not get you're not learning time. you're not learning nothing like that. So get in um, some more uh, savvy mock drafts. Uh, look at look up the MFL ten joints. Yeah. And if you need a hand with that, just hit me up on Twitter at the fantasy exec. What you about to say, Ventra? I d- I did an MFL ten the other day, right? Yeah. A ten. And right, right. Okay. I-, I filled my roster. I fell asleep. I missed the whole draft. <laughs> Ten dollar draft. I missed the entire draft. They drafted for me. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. Imagine. Yeah. Before y'all get rid of me, Yo, but y'all do like Allen Robinson as your first one. I, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm all in on Allen Robinson this year. Allen Robinson is a player that I might have on and on more of my. Fa- he is my Isaiah Crowella this year. Let's just hope that this outcome is different. Eight four four eight four three. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing, Kenny. Go ahead. We got to lock I, this I off YouTube ask, anyway. Like, okay, if I take that strategy. I'm not 
not used to taking that strategy. If I do take that strategy, who's some guys you like as wide receivers like after round five? Can Listen, you get, like, I don't mind. I don't mind the front. I don't mind. Uh, we out. I don't mind the front. Just yeah. thing, Jake. We spent all morning talking about Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas. Um, but let, let me. But I wanted to come to you with this one right here, Jake. The mock draft culture. It, it is. It's MFL tens and like when it comes to mock drafting, Jake. You are like. I know you don't do mocks that much no more because you're so in deep into it. At YouTube, Goon Squad, we out. I holler, yeah, 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 be back tomorrow. Um, Jake, when it comes to mock drafting, you know, I'm sure you don't do anything. But what would you tell listeners or readers, viewers that be like, yo, um, you know, I did a mock draft? Mm, don't put too much weight into it. Yeah. It just kind of gives you an idea of ADPs, basically. Like if you go to Fantasy Pros and use their mock draft simulator, it can kind of tell you like what the consensus is out there doing on a team. You might see if everything goes according to plan, but a couple of people in your draft are always going to throw it out the window. So you can put, you know, it's just good practice, but don't put so much weight into it. Exactly. Because you do that fantasy pros. I do that all the time too, the mock drift. And it's like you're getting unbelievable values in the fifth and sixth round because the robots are taken, you know, by the book or whatever their rankings are. And, and that's not how the draft's going to go. You know what I mean? Like a guy like Alan Robinson might fall around or two later. Exactly, and that's why I want y'all to be the best prepared that you can be for draft day. So when you be going in these mock drafts and you be picking your draft spot and you going through whatever, please understand that that's not going to be a very good representation of what can happen on draft. And now, listen, I've never been in your league. You feel what I'm saying? It's more yeah, of an well, idea. EY e- e- sent me one yesterday. He screenshotted his one that he did on Fancy Pros, and he's like, I would love this team. And I was like, where'd you get that? Who'd you draft with? And he goes, oh, it was the Fancy Pros mock <laughs> draft thing. I was like, oh, well, you know. Yeah, they were of course. Yeah, exactly. Everybody got a stacked team because it might be two of y'all in that joint. And then the, the, man, the Fantasy Pros joint, you drafting by yourself. You know what I'm saying? I want to say, when they, Alan, you're okay with Allen Robinson as your number one wide receiver? If I got three running backs, no. yeah. See, I'm not okay with him as my number one receiver. I'm going to have three bomb running backs. I know. I understand that, but like, i still not okay. All right. And I, number I, I two, cause just because he missed the whole year last year. And I don't know what I'm going to get from him. I don't want him to be my number one. Number I, two, I'm very happy with it. I'm, I can take it, Jake. You don't like it either. Mm, I, I can live with it, as you said, with, if those are my first three running backs. But I'm circling right back with a better second wide receiver. You're going to have to watch the board because I need somebody that's on Allen Robinson's tier, like Demarius Thomas or you. somebody like that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Like, I'm not going to take A-Rob and then hop out the wide receivers. Yeah, all of a sudden, I'm good. Back. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> If you're about to take that third running back and you see that there, you know, Allen Robinson's behind him, Demarius Thomas is behind him, but then that's it. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, Josh Gordon, Corey Davis, and all people like that. I'm not going to, knowing that there's that big of a drop off, I'm not going to take a third running back. Yeah, like my team is not going to be like Allen Robinson. And then all of a sudden, Allen Hearn, Marvin Hearn, Jones, Allen Hearns, and then like, um, uh, uh, Quincy Anunwa. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? I'm not rolling them out there like that. No. Whose world is this? For the all in kid, Jake Seeley. For the close of Chris Ventra. Uh, one shout out to everybody sign up for the league. Everybody listen to us. Don't forget Roto Experts on sale live and lift for 2018. Uh, we out, fancy football frenzy. See you tomorrow.